Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Do you know what I love? You know when those in the same vein, you know those ads are like doctors don't want you to know this one thing about bananas. <laughs> you know those ads? Yeah, doctors like, being like, no! <laughs> I love it when people are sick. Who I love it. Told you. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out whether they're really worthy of the hype. They're likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name's Will and I'm joined as always by Hugh. Hello, Hugh. Hi, Will. How are you? I'm great. You're back. You've been away for a while. Yeah, yeah. Depending on the order in which our episodes are released, certainly. Oh, yeah. That's that an unprofessional thing to do. Yeah. Oh, no. one. Hi, Hugh. I love you. <laughs> and I, you. Really, I'm. I'm not just excited to see you, Hugh. I'm excited because we've got a guest, mm-hmm. and today our guest is not only a sketch comedian, but has also worked with some of the world's biggest brands, namely ABC Bank, Power Wash Multitask, and Snake Oil. Please welcome Sean Burke. Thank you. Thanks for having me, and Hi, thanks Sean. for reeling off the fictional CV there. I appreciate that. Yeah, That's well, attention then, I mean, to detail. You have represented those brands. I have. Just specifically in your parody <laughs> ads. Fictional CVs are the best. You know? Yeah, I know. You can put whatever you want on there. Aren't yeah. all CVs fictional CVs, really, when we think about it? We're all lying. That's a great little uh, little cut that we can put on TikTok. <laughs> put some like productivity music underneath and be like, yeah. you're living your life wrong. Listen, you know? all CVs are fictional CVs. And that's why <laughs> you got to just bullshit. I love the parodies of those videos that have been going around. There's this one called, uh, there's a page called News Check. Uh, I, I think it's News Check in Ireland and they do like lots of parodies. And they've been doing these uh, send-ups of those, you know, it's like two tech bros talking to each other. And yeah, one of them's yeah. like, yeah, I tell all my clients, you should just try stealing. Just take stuff. <laughs> and that's a great way to make profit without spending anything. Just top-notch. Top-notch stuff. I'm a bit disconcerted because I've never met Sean before. We've never done a podcast before. And yet I have edited your voice before. 
Really? Because some listeners will remember, yeah, that sounds creepy before the context, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like a kind of one-hour photo situation. I've just got a room full of tracks. <laughs> um, listeners might remember hearing Sean's, uh, I mean, if you don't mind me saying, beautiful voice on our 100th oh, episode. And if you mm. haven't heard that episode, go back and listen to it now. Sean gives us a little puzzle that we have to solve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was... Ad. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. That's very intriguing. There, I, uh, mm. I'm gonna go back and listen again myself. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, what I, did I say? Wait, what the <laughs> fuck did I say? Anything. <laughs> 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 yeah. Uh, have yeah. you been sure? Last time, and maybe the only time that I saw you mm. was at the Soho Theatre after a Just These Please show. When mm-hmm. you know, I think it was just after COVID regulations, everyone's like, "Ah, oh, it's fine, I guess." Yeah, I think so. Was it not longer than that? When was when was it? I guess that was last year. Was that last year? I actually I have no know. reference no. for when that was. I think it was earlier this year. All I it? remember was you had a nice jacket, and I wanted to know if Thank nice you. jackets are like part of your mm-hmm. personality, or if that's a new development. Fairly new development. I have next to no taste in most things, really. And uh, so the new jacket. Uh, but like I have one cool jacket and that really gets you know so if you saw me more than once in the past year you would have been right. like god he's fucking wearing that jacket again you know as <laughs> soon as it gets nice cold jacket. yeah it's like oh it turns out that was just the only one uh, but it gets people's attention although if people want a visual reference and uh, Michael Fry clank name drop uh, said that I looked like uh, the do you remember that Ikea monkey who had the really a trendy jacket it's like the same as that basically so now i can't take myself seriously i Uh, i can't take you seriously because i i think you instead of clang i would i would clang a name drop mm -hmm. but it sounded like you clanked i think you're clank clanked i was this uh, is this like a uh, a division is do, do people have a choice let's say i say the word clank maybe once a year anyway i think clank sounds like it's a smaller name drop i think if something clangs on the floor Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's less resonant it. with a clank, isn't it? It's a it's a staccato. Clank. It's not yeah, it's, it's not a, a loud legato of the mm. clang. Well if you go for the clang, you've gotta go for a clang I think to really sell it, you know, and have a bit of a <laughs> okay. rever- reverberation in there. Well I take your point. I take your point. Three levels of name drop. It's clank, <laughs> clang and clang. <laughs> Which is really obnoxious to do in conversation and, and everybody yeah. hates it. But Do you it, reckon it you're a clank? A clang or a clang? Oh, I think I'm a clank. I'm a clank in one of those. Uh, what are those echo-proof chambers? You know, where those rooms that are like where music just stops dead and people can hear their own heartbeat, like in their ears. I reckon if somebody dropped a spanner in one of those rooms, that's that's what my name drop is on an equivalent with. Clink. Speaking of spanners, <laughs> it's time to welcome in our producer, Anya. Hi, Anya. Hello. Uh, the the clang was very through him with him. In him. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Clang. Oh, it was always great when the priest sang that part, wasn't it? You're like, oh, we're here today. But it, it always seemed very arbitrary. Like, how do they decide which bits to sing? Because sometimes oh, they, they listen, really go for yeah. it. They sing loads of it. Oh, and sometimes you get the mm. amen, you know, and you go, amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And it's not clear if you're meant to be joining in or if it's a solo. Mm. Yeah, yeah, wouldn't that be funny if it was like Lord? Do you remember Lord at that gig when she was like, shh, when she started oh, doing yeah. like, <laughs> yeah. if the priest yeah, did yeah. that to you at mass? There's, there's been a lot of that. Wasn't somebody giving out about a selfie being taken of them on stage? Although that would be, I suppose, quite annoying. And someone else had a phone thrown. I mean, that's quite different. But yeah, shushing people in the crowd is... <laughs> loads, is... loads of people complaining about, <laughs> about different things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Isn't being a priest and naming Jesus like the ultimate name drop? Isn't that clangy? 
That's like True. a beyond clang. That is, yeah, that's a heavenly Does clang. Does that mean like a vegetarian clang? <laughs> what? what? I get it. I, I get it. Because no, we'll beyond, beyond Meat, right? Is that Oh, the... very good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Beyond Clang. Now we've explained the joke. Clank. Excellent. So guilt free. Yeah. 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 Well, no mention of Jesus is guilt free. <laughs> you... It'd be great if we were sponsored by Beyond Meat. This would be a great Or Jesus. Uh... I mean, I think, but I mean that that is a lovely segue uh, word that I only recently learned through this podcast uh, to to our uh, uh, topic for today, which is advertising, uh, which was suggested, I believe, by Sean. And mm-hmm. uh, we've had we're on a hot streak of guests coming with unusual topics, and it always works out great. So hot streak is a horrible thing to. Yeah, I, I'm really sorry. <laughs> I said I don't know. I don't know why I said that. So uh, we're going to talk about print ads, TV ads, product placements, celebrity endorsements. You know, they they make us laugh, make us cry, they make us buy lots of stuff, and they've even been the subject of a prestige tv drama but are they a legitimate like Mm. so we're going to kick off with our usual uh, three question quiz i would like to say just in advance of this quiz to see how academically uh, like proficient i am i just went to push up my glasses i'm not wearing glasses so (laughs) and i didn't do it as a joke i just went like this and was like there's nothing there wow Mm. you just believed it though i really so props to you (laughs) <laughs> Thanks, Sean. <laughs> so uh, my first question is on the subject of celebrity endorsements. So in 2013, George Clooney gave an interview about uh, his Nespresso ads. But what did he say that he had spent most of the money he made from them on? Um, his pig. Does he still have that pet pig? Well, I'd say the pig might, might have passed on, Hugh. That was quite a while ago, I think, wasn't it? Then he'd need to spend a lot of money on it. Uh, and yeah. he'd buy a new pig. So, cryo design a new pig. Yeah. yeah beyond pig something beyond pig yeah he bought a veggie pig um i don't know shoes amazing <laughs> if it was like just nescafe instant like nescafe azura <laughs> yeah more coffee them. well yeah. a, a little easter egg is that this is already we've already Spent talked about easter this. eggs we've already oh. talked about this on an episode is it, is it his um tequila company no um i don't know if you're gonna get you were very scornful of this when it came up on the george clooney episode Uh, i was scornful of everything that came up his his satellite his satellite that protects the the world yes he's like batman a little bit yeah so he used most of his (laughs) money that sounds made up but it's true right yeah Wasn't wasn't it a satellite sorry wasn't it a satellite that said like oh there was a flood there well, like it, it, it was the Satellite Sentinel project, uh, which keeps an eye, quote unquote, on a Sudanese dictator. Um, <laughs> and it, uh, it was a satellite that sat over the border of North and South Sudan to keep an eye on Omar al-Bashir. Um, and uh, he, he said, I want the war criminal to have the same amount of attention that I get. I think that's fair, which is, I don't know, an, an interesting... But like- Okay. There's a civil war. There are people suffering in Sudan, and what Clooney has decided to do is put keep a camera eye. on, like keep an we'll eye. Just keep an that's eye. Like me, that's like me editing Sean's voice. You know, <laughs> it's just being a creep. Yeah. Yeah. It's very Bruce Wayne, though, isn't that it? That is. Yeah. That is so specific. I mm. had no knowledge of any of that up until this moment. Yeah, I'd that's s- surreal. Clooney yeah. is the worst. Uh, Sean, if you if you got a ferocious amount of money from an mm. ad. Mm-hmm. Who would you use the money to spy on? <laughs> oh, oh, that's a good question. George Clooney. <laughs> <laughs> See how you like it. The Clues. absolute perv. The hunter becomes the hunted. <laughs> Just yeah. keep an eye, George. Yeah. <laughs> so my second question, I'm going to give you, th- describe three classic ads to you. I don't want you to tell okay. me what product they were for. Okay. 
So the first one is, TV's Alan Hughes and his father meet at a train station. They drive through the countryside. Simultaneously, a snowy-haired woman, who honestly looks much too old to be the guy's the mother, is uh, putting on an electric blanket and making a casserole and making some soda bread and then they embrace at the door what was the what was the ad for it was know? it was like uh bored gosh or was some energy it was like bored something peace uh, so I can't close remember. so close you're circling the drain sean bring it uh, home something bored pete bored <laughs> bored pete Hugh, bored do you know? beer no no it was energy wasn't it it was like a because there's an electric blanket oh there's non-stop ESB? she's firing up so much esb it was for esb did <sighs> you guys know that was alan hughes how random is that isn't that mad yeah tv3's yeah. alan hughes yeah um mm-hmm. sean who's alan hughes you don't know oh so he's like um he's on he's been on the irish equivalent of let's say this morning for like mm. uh i don't know 20 is that years now? Uh, just now <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so he's one of those people. Um, ah. Yeah, he's been there since it was TV3, I believe, and now it's now it's Virgin Media. But this was a very... Uh, this mm-hmm. ad came out in 1988, uh, Will, and I, st- mm-hmm. I think they still periodically I think roll so. it out. Yeah. Uh, it has the song on it. It's like, I think I'm, I'm coming going back. home. Coming home. Yeah, yeah. Coming home, Something going back. along those lines. Coming yeah. back, going back. Coming, coming home. home. Dustin Something. Springfield. Uh, yeah. It's weird that I know that. Yeah. But yeah. I remember that. Yeah, and she's so, flat out make it using yeah and how old was alan hughes when he was doing that oh he must when how old is he now would you say 50 late 50s i'd say so 30 years ago i'd say 20 maybe like it's a it's a it's a young man yeah yeah Yeah. Mm. Uh, so our second ad wouldn't that have been like when commercials still did royalties so wouldn't he be making an absolute shed load if they're still chucking it chucking out there because it was does he have a satellite is what i mean Oh, is he like the the Irish Nespresso? Is he the Irish Imagine if Alan Hughes yeah. was on the Nespresso ads. <laughs> what else? <laughs> yeah. What uh, else? Yeah. So that was maybe a bit unfair because it was a very Irish ad. So we'll, we'll move mm. to the UK for our next one. Will. So mm-hmm. a squashy white man wanders through a squashy white world of undulating cars, parking meters, cats, and post boxes. What was the ad for? A squashy white man. Yeah. It's the Michelin Man. But it's not. It's it's for like uh, Lenore or something like that. No, this it? is a vintage ad. This is an old ad. Oh. Uh, it would have been on when we were kids, and it was an English ad. But we we had it too, and it was it was everything in the world is white, and this sounds like I think that's a good thing. Like it's it was it, you know it happened to be. <laughs> Those were the days. Is, yeah. The, the colors of white were supreme in the ad. Is what you mean? Mm, yeah. Yeah, but he was, it was a big squashy white man and he's walking along and uh, there's a song playing in the background and he's... Sing he's us the song there. No, but give it away. Oh, squashy white man squashing round the lane. I don't think, I don't, I don't think you know. It, it, was for a conf- it was for a confectionery item. Oh, bounty. Um, uh, Mentos. Very uh, close. It was for the Trebor, 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 oh, uh, soft mint. Yeah. So because uh, everything and the song was Mr. Soft. Oh, oh so close. Yeah, they were oh. soft mints. To be fair, they were mm. soft. They're not that soft. You still have no, a bit. They, of... they have a crusty shell that you've yeah, got to crunch yeah. through. Hugh, as yeah. somebody once said to us, "There's a bit of eating in them." Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you got to work <laughs> yeah. for it. Yeah, you know, yeah. They're not that soft. You know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my favorite bit of acting I've ever seen you do. That's just, that's that's what a very senior barrister once told myself Anonya about uh, about uh, chocolate cornflake buns. Bun. 
He said, there's a little bit of eating in them. And then he mimed eating them. Yeah, it's like very that. helpful in case like you have no conception of what eating looks How like. To I, eat, guess he yeah. was, I guess he was right. There is more eating in them than a Rice Krispie bun. Mm. There's a bit more. Was, yeah, they tend to solidify yeah. a bit more, I yeah. think. Yeah. A lovely, a lovely confection. Oh, okay, lovely so, little treat. Okay, our last one. An Irish man who looks quite sweaty in a hot location, dreams of home, the rain, a pub, and Sally O'Brien and the way she might look at you. What was the ad for? Sweaty Irish man. Yeah. In a pub abroad. No, he's 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 not a, he's dreaming of the pub oh, back home. He's dreaming of the pub back home. Oh, is this this is old. This is an old it's ad. Old. Yeah. And for some reason he says you could fry an egg out here if you had an egg. Like you could fry an egg on the car if you had an egg. And then he talks about if only I had an egg. Yeah, well, all Irish pubs have just eggs. And I, I, I believe this was kind of contrary. I think Charlie Hall, he had a lot to say about this ad because the actress who played Sally O'Brien in the ad wasn't, in fact, Irish. And I think there was mm-hmm. a bit of... Uh, this is the kind of thing we seem to get very worked up about. And was she white, though? Oh, yes. Mm. Okay, so you'd be okay with that. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, I, don't, I, don't, I don't like this direction that we've taken. <laughs> How squishy and white was she? Um, me, middling middling squish great <laughs> <laughs> uh, was it the Irish Lotto no but that is a good guess because they do great ads mm. not a good guess because it's wrong but thanks so the ad was nobody knows what it was for it was for harp um, and oh, uh, makes sense, makes sense. Yeah, I think it's meant to be a man in Australia or somewhere dreaming of home uh, okay. but it's well, well it's a lovely like you know when ads were ads and they were like lovely little mm. stories that you got to when watch ads were and ads and when ads were ads and memory and as we know they don't have any beer in Australia so it was totally based in fact he had no he had no alternative no, he, he had don't. to fly home like of all and the there things are no to miss Irish pubs in Australia the Australians hate drinking famously yeah. they've, they've never touched the stuff I've never had. Is Harp a lager? Uh, yes. <laughs> I mean, it, it just doesn't seem like like it's not even. It's not like missing. Guinness. Almost sure. Yeah. Is it still around? Like, do you still I have it in the pub? I'm sure I had one in Belfast uh, when I was there like a month ago in the airport. But you or you ordered. You said, "Can I have a Harp?" I mean, there was limited choice, let's say. And I was in the airport. I was like, "Yeah, that one." And to be oh. fair, the guy I I picked another one, and the guy was like don't it's honestly stinking and i was like okay, <laughs> thanks for the thanks for your candor and then he said just have I, a hot. yeah i was once at a cafe right and we were ordering stuff and mm. somebody ordered the sticky toffee pudding and the waitress was like i wouldn't get that to be honest it's stale and i was like <laughs> well, fair play i mean thanks but have you considered making a new there's one there's nothing we can Getting, do about it no, if only i had some input here Mm-hmm. Mm. So we move now to my ill-fated music round, which is technical difficulties will have to be delivered in sort of an analog way. Now my original plan was, well, I was going to do that, but then I like not everything just sounds like nah, 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 nah. so you know this is this is better I think. So I'm going to give you three songs, but I want you to tell me what uh, iconic ad they featured on. So the first one is Bohemian Like You. Okay. Oh, oh, that's um, that's on so many ads. Right? Yeah, so it was its first outing because it was very significant for the band mm. as well. Is that the Dandy Warhols? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Great oh. knowledge. It's just one of those songs. That's like an ad song. I should, yeah, we should yeah. make a Spotify playlist of oh, ad yeah. songs. S- sing it. Sing a bit there. 
You know the song. I don't, but I mean, I'm sure I know. Is it? I said, "Are you gonna be my girl?" Is that it, or is that no? <laughs> no, that's that's. Uh, are you gonna be my girl? That was on the <laughs> Apple ad. That's Jet, isn't it? That was on the yeah, Apple ad, right, yeah. and I that was another big iconic mm. song. Though this is. Uh, I'm feeling so bohemian, like you. I like I waiting well, tables too. Woo! Oh, you haven't heard my bad because you guys are pretty mm. new. But if you dig in vegan food, like come, you. Over, come over to my house because I'll cook you something that you really love. Because you do know it here. Maybe, but it, that helps. So please keep that up. Yeah. Okay. Well, so <laughs> it was. Is this the real? I'm going to say lifestyle sports. <clears throat> no, it was on the Vodafone ad in 2000, which was very much at the Vodafone. apex of, of Vodafone becoming a big thing in our lives. Mm-hmm. Jet was on the. Do you remember that Apple ad that was all the 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 white people? Oh my god, why do I keep saying it? <laughs> With the, the you know the it was just the silhouette of people on the like the neon backgrounds dancing. Oh yeah, do you remember those ads? Yeah, yeah. And they had the earphones, and you could see them, and they were doing like yes, kick, back in the day of the cartwheels of, and stuff. Yeah, of the wired earphone. Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. it. Yeah. Sean nearly dropped a wired earphone iPod Nano onto a couple having sex. Isn't that right? Oh my How god! How the fuck did you hear about that? When did he, I mention this before? He was the before? couple. He was one of the couple. <laughs> Imagine! I was in that Hungarian hostel. <laughs> what an insanely specific and insane anecdote. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's true. I've, I've started a habit of uh, doing doing a deep weird dive. research on my guests. Fair play. No, that's a good one. I went I went into Raylan in... Uh, I went a couple of times, but the first time I went in like 2013 uh, with my friend Rory and uh, we had a great time. Started in Amsterdam and uh, went via loads of places. Berlin, uh, Vienna, uh, also uh, Budapest, which is where this took place. Now in Budapest, we booked ourselves into what's known as a party hostel. Oh, and gosh. um yeah like the rating that we used hostel world and it was like 99 percent. so we're like oh it must be great it's probably a bit mad um uh, but like we were far too green for what we actually found in this in this hostel it has a nice courtyard and it's like an old kind of square shaped like motel building or something like that mm. and we checked in and the guy checking us in you have to sign a disclaimer before you check in so red flags already do you like He's the like, party yeah essentially that was the, the disclaimer yeah he was like yeah just this, is, was, this is vaguely european you know yeah. and that's what i recall and he was like yeah this is just to say you know you know that people will be taking drugs uh, people will be having sex in your room uh you know it's gonna be a late night kind of thing and we were like uh, okay right yeah, yeah i don't know what we thought we were gonna get but we confidently booked this thinking this will be fun <laughs> It was way too intense it was more like kind of like 5 a.m gaff party vibes you know rather than but it also makes drinks, it sound like friends they <laughs> yeah. were laying like they were laying on the sex and drugs mm, like, 100%. Like, that, 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 yeah, yeah. that was guaranteed that, that was their usp like so yeah. we didn't make we we majorly didn't this, done this to ourselves they did not yeah. try to hide that at, at yeah. any point of the experience yeah. <laughs> and so we checked into a room and we got there at like 2 p.m in the afternoon and uh, we go into the room and it's like all the curtains are closed it's just like pitch black and uh, uh no that's sorry we we put our bags in went out and then went back to the room to get like some pre-packed sandwiches that we made that's how green <laughs> we were and in this we walked into the room there's two couples having sex at either two side couples. of the room yeah yeah and we flicked the light on and we we're like oh sorry <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> and one of them actually stopped when we were going out to be like do you want to turn the light off <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah okay fair enough anyway and then we were rattled by this we were like fuck's sake i don't want to go back to that room i don't want to <laughs> sleep in this place i mean that doesn't sound fun for anyone unless 
we were it I sounds know, fun for four just people wasn't, yeah okay yeah it's it's fun for for them but not the the listeners uh to the show let's say well i mean some people might be into that um but we stayed out late and then we were we were in the courtyard and we were like oh i guess you better go to bed and then so we went to bed at like 3 4 a.m and it was dead quiet actually when we got in there and we were staying on separate bunk beds uh, i was in the middle of the room on the top bunk and rory was in the corner and then went to sleep and i woke up and i was literally like rocking from side to side as i woke up i was like that's weird and then i could hear some muffled kind of noises and i realized like two people were uh just humping in the bed beneath mine i was like okay i'm just gonna ride this one out uh such as it is as they do yeah and uh, i put in my uh wired earphones as yeah. was the style at the time um, <laughs> yeah. and i had an ipod nano and i was like i'm just gonna listen to music and i listened to a couple of songs and then i turned over at one point and the still in my ears the the nano like slipped through the bars of the bed mm-hmm. and i could feel mm-hmm. it like cracking on, on the back of someone's head <laughs> in oh. the bunk beneath mine <laughs> and i was just like froze for a moment i didn't hear any pause in the activity downstairs so then I just proceeded to like Mission Impossible style, slowly pull the cord back up and pretend or rather hope that no one noticed. Uh, and yeah, and then, um, yeah, again, just kind of tried to listen to some music, uh, wait to ride the storm out. And eventually I was able to break free and we checked into a different hostel as well. We were like, <laughs> we are a pair of nerds. Let's go somewhere else. Did you say this was a, a nano? Because I thought you were talking about a shuffle and I just remembered those Sorry, as the nano. most useless yeah, yeah. articles ever. Do you remember yeah, the, the yeah. shuffle didn't have a sc- or the shuffle didn't have a screen and you could have 30 no. songs? Yeah, I mean, isn't that, it's so uh, modest now looking back, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, but, yeah, just the 30 songs for me. Yeah. I had the shuffle and I loved it. Yeah. I absolutely loved it because really? I got I could sort of tell what was coming next and I didn't have a, a you know was it Blink-182 or Sum 41 was the question and the answer <laughs> was usually Blink-182 Well Sum 41 was the first ever gig that I went to No uh, Yeah yeah Wow And uh, Did I you remember... leave with a fat lip? Did you get in too deep? A third one? <laughs> I'm uh, <laughs> I mean, I was way out of my depth in hindsight. I think I went for my 15th birthday, maybe. But I wore, like, denim culottes with these knee socks that were, like, uh, purple and black striped. And I was like, I mean, this is pretty cool stuff. (laughs) They will, like, I'll definitely be picked out of the crowd here. Like, as if it's Bruce Springsteen and you'd be asked up to dance, you know? But, uh, no, that that didn't happen. Who knows the chords to fat lip? (laughs) Yeah, and I remember everybody was very riled up about the war in Iraq. And that was right. that. That's what everybody was screaming mm. about. And do you remember at the time you could very really intelligently proud. just all you had to say was like, you know, it's just about oil. Yeah. And that, that that was all you needed <laughs> to just. That was all the surface knowledge that you needed to to yep. get through any conversation. I just I went to Iraq war protest when I was I can't remember how old I was. I was like fourteen, fifteen or something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I remember, I it's the first time I ever had a, had a joke stolen. Because I found a picture online of George Bush holding a baby and someone mm. had photoshopped the baby peeing into his face. <laughs> so I'd printed that off and then put it in a bigger piece of paper and written drop Bush, not bombs on it. And well, thought I was really cool. And mm-hmm. standing there holding it and everyone was like, oh, that's so funny. And then people just took it and held it themselves. And then I never saw it again. Oh, you mean they wow, physically like- stole it? Yeah. <laughs> a physical <laughs> joke theft. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's rare. But yeah. I don't, I they don't stole get the drop, prop as well. Drop bush. I, the joke is more is more <laughs> the picture of the baby peeing yeah, you, on Bush's face. You stole face. the picture. 
just realizing that now. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> so I sort actually, of feel this might have been rough justice, Will. <laughs> okay, so it's the first time I stole a joke. And also the first time someone Drop stole what bush. I thought was my joke. <laughs> Drop bush, not bombs. That's really Drop something. bush sounds really sexual as well. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, That's ladies. That's probably Drop. what was on that uh, waiver Drop that you bush. signed in that <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just so you Are know, you people will be dropping bush? bush, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. How middle European of them. To, uh, <laughs> uh, Will, did, it, it re- absolutely tallies that you, age 14, would have been going to an Iraq war protest. Yeah, and then I was very yeah, angry. Particularly that. because age 14, you'd have been about two years late for most of the original <laughs> protests. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must have been younger because you're, yeah. you're. You must have been 11 or 12. Yeah, I sort of vaguely was like, oh, this doesn't seem good. And then I was uh, I was very annoyed at all the kids who turned the protest into just running out of school and getting a day off. Mm. Oh. I was like, no, I will go back to my studies. I'm not an animal. Mm. <laughs> wow. Good for yeah, you. Yeah, I remember. What, do you remember uh, the year of all the teacher strikes uh, in Ireland? Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. 2000. And, yeah, and uh, loads of people walked out of my school one day, right? And I think I was one of three people out of 700 that didn't. And I think that tells you... <laughs> everything you need to know about me like just such wow. a little weasel uh <laughs> but i i just I, I like i was crossing the picket you know yeah <laughs> you know scab, was, scab, yeah scab. yeah but see see i i i knew it was it wasn't a legitimate strike i was like what you know what am i you know is i that, the, is that a reference to our podcast yeah oh yeah 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 maybe it was written in the stars but yeah age 12 just a little wormy weasel mm-hmm. so my my second music question is uh what oh, we're still I, in the quiz i'm so sorry we're, we're nearly, we're nearly quiz, done yeah. what iconic i had featured in the air tonight the phil collins song oh it was cadbury's chocolate wasn't it with the with the gorilla gr- playing with the gorilla yeah mm-hmm. it's not as good a question as i i thought see when we were going to play the music we would have gotten a few bars of the song which is mm-hmm. it's, which is a fantastic song that was a cool ad so mm-hmm. which arguably maybe the most famous irish ad ever features mm. the 1956 neapolitan song guaglione oh the dancing man the guinness ad. yeah the guinness dancing for waiting for his pint i was reading about that a couple of weeks ago because I am a nerd about this, some of these things, and he wasn't actually dancing to that song when they filmed it. What he was, was he dancing? He was. To are you gonna song. be my girl? <laughs> <laughs> As <laughs> usual. <laughs> well, he was dancing to something else, which I've forgotten, but but it still matches up nicely in the edit. Mm. But they changed it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, we'll get into the uh, the episode itself. I thought we would kick off. What's your first memory of? Have you any childhood memories of ads? Early childhood memories of ads. Well, funnily enough, that that Guinness one is right in there for like one of the first things I can recall. That was in the days where ads would be famous, you know, and people would talk Mm. about ads as if they were like pieces of content. And that doesn't happen anymore. I'm pretty sure there's too many ads now. But yeah, yeah. that's true. And also there's too many channels and too many. Well, you know, the Internet uh, also, more importantly. But you know what? I was thinking about this as well. And most of the ads I remember are actually like alcohol ads. So like Guinness for sure. <laughs> then there is, there is the yeah. Budweiser one. Um, the was up. Do you remember that one? Like oh, people, yeah. That was that was like a meme in traditional media. You know, it, it's so bizarre to be, think that people were going around shouting was up uh, at each other. Like, and that was the funniest thing imaginable. It was in. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was in like scary movie as well, like some Actually, parody. No, of I it. think it. I think it. It was funny. It is still funny. It's a good ad. Like it's, it's a it's great just, ad. 
it's just mad to think that an ad for something had such a hold on popular culture you know i don't think that can happen anymore and then another one is for heineken uh you know actually like alcohol companies do some great ads i've come for you obviously guinness in particular of course it helps Mm. that they have such brand recognition that they can do pretty much whatever they want and you know people will pay attention (laughs) so they can really be creative like their their surfer ad you know the one where it's like you can see the 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 horses made of like water yeah uh, following the surfer i think that was voted like the greatest ad of the 20th century and i think rightly so that's that's brilliant and then the one with michael fassbender where he swims across the atlantic to apologize to his brother in new york I've only just realised that was Michael Fassbender. Now that you've Isn't said that it. mad? Isn't that mad? mad? I love. I Do you love think Alan seeing... Hughes was in contention? Or... <laughs> <laughs> or I think I'm coming back. <laughs> yeah, um, and that one, and the song on that is "Heyday" by Mick Christopher, which is one of my oh, favourite songs. Yeah. I absolutely yeah. love that song. Oh, yeah, that's a great yeah. song. I've yeah. always wanted to parody that ad in particular as well in some way because it's i don't know but just over something trivial and stupid but i just love that one but that one and then another one is the heineken ad where again because of the song it's this guy he's reaching into a barrel full of like really cold oh, drinks and he's like in agony that's it yeah exactly and like he's really he's fighting and then he and then there's a punch then at the end where he meets his mates and they all have bottles of heineken and all their arms are like red raw from the frozen water that they've just been scrounging around in (laughs) um so mostly ads like that to be honest like beer ads would be yeah the ones i remember earliest i'd say well what 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 was what were the what were the early 90s ads for you as a up in yorkshire a young lad from leeds (laughs) i think that the one that came to mind when you first said this was the the pirate tape ad on disney and like disney vhs tapes of like saying don't get pirate versions of this they're not as good quality get like the proper versions really um, do you mean the one where the guy was like at, at the market stall that's the one i remember from that do you remember that where he was like no, that's, oh, wedding you, you wouldn't steal a car no this was a different one as well this was like oh. oral contract mate it was like um, two men having a fight at a market stall oh, yeah. oral contract is a different film on you <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's what Sean signed in that Hungarian hostel. Yeah. Oral contract. <laughs> Drop bush, part two. That was the first one I thought of, but the one that really had an impact on me was the Think Road Safety one. I don't know mm. if you had this. It was called like, oh, it was called My House or something. Mm-hmm. And it was just this kid going like, mum and dad are arguing more now. <laughs> and, and then there's Debbie. She's meant to be going out with me, but she's with Tarek again. Debbie, and then he runs across the road, and a car drives straight through him. Like he just oh goes straight God. through him, and he goes, "Oh, it's the second time that's happened this week. Hurt a lot, no, the first time." Oh, I, I remember seeing this. He's a yeah, ghost. yeah. We did a I lovely love line in road safety ads oh, in Ireland. Drink as well. driving ads, anti-drink driving ads. How <laughs> yeah, could I not mention that? Yeah, they are. I wanna effective. walk you home. Oh, oh my God! Remember that one? Yeah. But it was like you'd be hot on the heels and of the Guinness no ad. One I'd rather <laughs> oh yeah, oh that's the that was, worst one. Oh that was you God. don't bring me, you don't bring me flowers anymore. Dancing man, and then people dying. <laughs> oh, on the, the road. worst one! Do you remember body to body? That's the one. <laughs> the, the Samantha Mobile one. Yeah. yeah, and they're cracking heads off each other. Yeah, like and, and then the it was like we've three fatalities in this car. Yeah. Oh God! It was the one without the seatbelt did the damage. Yeah, yeah. remember yeah. that yeah. one? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Sean, I'm a I'm a 35 year old who can't drive, and I mm-hmm. think a lot of that, that might why? be to do with the the mm-hmm. the, the. They were the, too effective. 
now no one drives now, in no, Ireland I just, anymore. I just won't yeah. drive, you know. Yeah. She just drinks. Anya, <laughs> <laughs> do you think Sean drives? Um, no, because he walked to the airport. <laughs> Good. Well, it's sort of a trick. Well, I can drive, but I don't because uh, I really don't want it. Um, I'm probably the same. And that I'm like, I'm super anxious about it. I mean, I yeah. used to, when I lived in Dublin, I used to drive my mom's car a bit, but then completely, I, you know, I got my full driving license the day before I moved to England. And I was like, right, now to never use that again. And just <laughs> really? put it in a drawer. You, you got quite far into the process then, obviously. Like you, yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, I'm going to do this. But if I'd failed that test, I wouldn't have, I probably wouldn't You're have done it. You're in a better position than me that you can, but won't. I can't and won't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so it's totally out of the question. Can't, won't, and don't. You know. I have. I did. I did rent a car in Norfolk last year. I went away with my girlfriend for the weekend and drove that around. That was okay, but again, I was so stressed about it. Like I just couldn't wait to get home at the end of the day. The the holiday started when we pulled in to the driveway at the Airbnb. Yeah, Hugh, what are your early early childhood memories of ads? I mean, the Guinness ad is definitely like the earliest one. But mm. I think yeah, what Sean says about like the ads being famous like you'd be in school and people would be like did you see the new it was like the nike ad or something you know mm-hmm. like so the guinness one definitely yeah the football ones though cantona in the yeah, cage that's... do you remember that it was incredible yeah. and the brazilian team in the airport you know that was amazing but i do remember really enjoying as well i think it's the first time i remember carlsberg doing their I've forgotten their oh, slogan. Yeah. Carlsberg don't, slogan? Make, don't don't do <laughs> dreams. Carlsberg don't do dreams, and it was it was Jason McAteer in bed dreaming of scoring of the winning goal winning... in the World Cup final. You know? Yeah, on oh, Ireland win the World Cup. I only but watched that, was that today. The first time, and then I remember like they started doing like Carlsberg don't do whatever, and I was like, what? What do you? you, you you're cheating on Jason McAteer. They were, you know, it was um, very frustrating. They were always very blokey ads as well because it was like Carlsberg yeah. don't do nightclubs. Carlsberg was like, well. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's also so yeah. like arrogant for a beer that is so profoundly disgusting. But like likewise that. with Budweiser, Budweiser have no business having that fantastic ad with the horses. Uh, when the I would, beer I would is drink so bad. a million Budweisers before one Carlsberg. It's absolutely horrible stuff. <laughs> Let's put it to the test. Do it. Yeah, this is real lads, lads, lads. Do it, man. Here. Be cool. <laughs> okay, I wish we'll I had said a million because <laughs> yeah. I don't really know how many a million is. Uh, it's, a, it's a million, I guess. Uh, I'm surprised no. nobody's Did you have favourite ads? Well, the, the Ferrero Rocher ad would be my mm-hmm. early memory. And I thought that was the most sophisticated thing I had ever seen. Like the idea that somebody would be like, for dessert, a couple of Ferrero Rocher. Because now it's something you get for doing a small favour, like putting out your neighbour's bins when they're away or something, you know? Mm-hmm. And then the other ad I remember is the, I think it was the Kit Kat ad, where the photographer was trying to take a photo of the pandas. And whenever he would turn around to have his break, the pandas would like go by on roller skates and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, funnily enough, did the voiceover on the re-release of that ad that they did on social media last <laughs> no. year. Because, yeah, they, they have recyclable packaging now. And uh, so I was like, that's cool, because I really remember that ad as well. That's amazing. And uh, and it was the most f- pressure I've ever felt in a voiceover, because I did an Irish version, well, like, as in an Irish accent, and yeah. I did an English accent. And I don't know, I this I've never encountered that before. It's usually just Irish voiceover job, you know, like, so we'll get yeah, an Irish yeah. accent. But they're like, no, we'll get two in one. And a lot of the time, they would just get, uh, like, an English voiceover to do that one. And it was like an all English kind of like panel of, you know, people working for the agencies. And I was like sweating buckets. 
but expecting that they would re-record it with somebody who was actually English. But no, they went ahead with it. And I did it in uh, the studio in Dublin where they did the original sound design on the ad and the sound engineer who was working on the ad said, yeah, I did it uh, all those years ago, the original ad. And you know when he snaps the Kit Kat? He's like, yeah. we, used to, we used to twig out the back garden no. that we found to, to make that sound effect. And I was like, that's fucking Because actually cool. that was always a disappointment why when you tried to snap it yourself, it was never mm. quite as satisfying. Like, you know, when the lady on the flake ad in Paris mm-hmm. would eat her flake, it was just like, I've never once managed to eat a flake. It's a mess. An, it's just a mess. An acid mess, yeah. Yeah, you've mm. got to keep it in the pack and then hoosh it down. Band them. Se- they should do that. They should get like a really sexy supermodel. Just, just like, licking like, it like, off. Hoofing a mighty flake into her mouth. Or getting like, up her nose and stuff. Like, I think the mark of a good crisp is if somebody's going to lick the bag. No. So like, get Gary Lineker licking the bags. That's not a great sign. <laughs> lick the bags, Lineker. <laughs> Hashtag Lineker lick the what, bags. Please what tweet they at want. Um, but actually, this brings us on. So obviously, uh, no offense, Hugh, but the other two have done a bit more of this. Uh, but uh, in your acting careers, do, you know, doing ads, is there anything that you wouldn't uh, do an ad for? Like, how? What are the depths that you'll plumb for money? Is what I'm asking. <laughs> Good one. I don't know. I suppose. Well, obviously, now I've unintentionally struck off a lot of options anyway by doing parodies of many things. But I think I probably <laughs> wouldn't get any bank ads now. I uh, I have a feeling. Oh God, um, I hadn't even thought about that. Neither did I until the other month. I was like, <laughs> oh fuck, <laughs> that's a couple of million views worth it. Yeah, I was like, shit. Um, I'll, obviously, I, I feel oil like, companies. Though, it's the kind of move a bank would pull to be like, let's get him. And you yeah. know what? I thought about this, but wouldn't that be the ultimate sellout then if I did it? It's like, oh. hey guys, they broke me. Okay, they they drove <laughs> yeah. a dump truck full of money but, outside my house. But Sean, that's the thing. The the key word is sell. You know, as long as the price is high enough. You know. I know. Oh, it would be extremely tempting, but th- no such offer has come my way. Would you do uh, an ad for like incontinence? <laughs> like I wouldn't have anything morally against incontinence. No, but if you were to I'd be probably... like, "Hi, I'm Sean," Hi. and I'm... I personally, no. not an actor, I, uh, I, me, cannot... personally, <laughs> I've asked for this job. Uh, I, I sought them out. I'm doing this for free. I'm getting yeah. paid in the products. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's funny because the other ads that I used to come across because I used to watch Countdown a lot as a kid and the ads in between mm-hmm. the Countdown... Uh, oh, Meals on Wheels and what it was, Yeah, it was all stair and, lifts yeah. and yeah. earwax mm-hmm. and I don't know, do they have erectile dysfunction ads on TV at that time? Probably not. It was probably rude in the 90s to talk about <laughs> erectile dysfunction. <laughs> That's a good... Day. I, I remember those daytime TV sort of ads on RTE as well, the Styra in particular. Attack that attic mm. with a styra. You know these things stick. These th- and there was one as well that's uh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he uh, he was like a broadcaster on RTE, and Alan it was Hughes. about. <laughs> he wishes he was on RTE. Um, no, it was it was it was about the carbon monoxide, the dangers of carbon monoxide. Oh, yeah. And he's like, oh. you can't you can't see it or smell it. That's all I remember. The Arctic. Is, to be fair, the Arctic. Yeah. Duncan Stewart. That sounds right. Yeah, yeah. And I think he got the Freedom of Dublin along with Greta Thunberg recently, didn't really? he? Really? Fair play. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Greta Thunberg, who follows Sean on Twitter as of like last week or something. Uh, may I... Clang! Yeah. <laughs> that How's is that a clang! <laughs> That's not a clang! That's a... 
Kom, 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 tjus! Ja, ja. Hvor var det? I was actually thinking of, you know, in the... In, like, what in, calls in, that noise? No, in Lord of the Rings, when, when the stuff goes down the well in, uh, in, in the mines of Moria. Of Moria, yeah. Yeah, that's what Exactly like unleashing the Balrog. This yeah. is exactly the same. Yeah. It's on. Yeah, it's on. A, it's we're way past Clang. Clang is a dot in the rearview mm. mirror. We're we're to Balrog releasing yeah, levels. Yeah, gong 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 Yeah. Beautifully put. I like as well because I thought the developments of Clank, Clank to Clang to Clang, was like the weight and the reverberation of it. Mm. So the heaviness of it. But yeah. yours is how much fuckery it does on the way down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Will, is there anything uh, you won't advertise? I don't really know because I, I think I'd I'd probably not do like a gambling ad. Um, But I don't know really why I draw the line there. I'm just a bit like, oh, I, I don't know. But I sort of think that if actors do them, it's like fine. Like I, yeah. if you're yeah. doing a commercial and making like ads are really well paid and it's hard to be an actor. So I get mm-hmm. it. I, Would you do ages, one for the Iraq War? <laughs> yeah, I've done loads for the Iraq War for a couple of years <laughs> after the Iraq War, so I'm yeah. hoping another one comes around. <laughs> I've been put up for McDonald's commercials before, and I haven't haven't ever got them. That's the that's the thing. You have to be successful at booking ads to have a sort of like policy on what you will or will not do. Sometimes it depends on what the ad is. I yeah, something came through for uh, like a fast food ad a while ago and like i do eat like fast food you know i do eat mcdonald's as well from time to time it's like a a guilty pleasure but i don't know but like it depends in the ad as well and like this ad was very much like to the camera thumbs up i fucking love this <laughs> and i endorse it it was literally like let's fucking go Me, sean as a person along with the incontinence i love when, this is when they were trying to work out the slogan i'm loving it at start it was i fucking love this but and then they thought we can beat yeah that. we've got justin timberlake in the studio right now and he's asking what is the tagline I fucking love this. No, it's not quite. It's not quite. <laughs> this hitting. shit is great. <laughs> ba 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 ba. Chunk, chunk, chunk. Clank. Does he follow you as well? Because that's no, he doesn't, unfortunately. No, that's amazing. What's not he after? What sort of name causes you to say kachunk? Oh, that's like Alan Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> I love that Alan Hughes is getting such an outing on this episode. Yeah. Like oh, can I mention? On. Can I mention another ad that just popped into my head after we started getting into it? <laughs> I, I realized. Can I mention Alan Hughes again? Can I mention well? Alan Hughes once more? I think <laughs> we need must. to talk about him more. Uh, but no, it was the and I think this was in the UK and Ireland. Uh, the kid it was for Frosties, and he's gone. They're gonna taste great. They're gonna yeah. taste great. Something, something, something. Uh, whatever. I can hear the sound of Frosties hitting my plate. That's it. Who eats Frosties off a what plate? What the fuck? Yeah, for yeah. starters, you eat Frosties. I don't remember this at, at all. I can't believe yeah. they let that through the net. That's not even what I meant to talk about. But thank you okay. for reminding me that. But I didn't know that I knew the lyrics. So. You do, yeah. And your son, and your teenage brother who's out on a date. You know, it just sticks. These things work. Yeah. Oh, and then he says he, he yeah. Anyway, he mentions a pirate at one point. Anyway, there was this terrible urban myth that that kid, like, <laughs> was relentlessly bullied about that ad. Did you not hear that urban myth? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This this went this spread around like wildfire. In fact, Hugh and Anya are the only people I've met who seem to have not heard this. Oh, it's too busy talking about Marilyn Manson and his issues. You know, by all those things that everybody was just obsessed with. Yeah, in school. that yeah. that went around as well. But yeah. then that he 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 took his own life by sticking two pencils up his nostrils. I'm banging his head off at this. Sorry. 
That that was that was I'm the so myth. Sorry. <laughs> What what a, that was the myth that was going around, isn't it? What a way! No, like, you're right. That is what I heard. I mean, I heard that, that is I what I heard. In the UK, which so. is obviously insane and completely made up. But <laughs> what? Like, how did that ever have legs? What an insane thing! Wow. Can you think of what the last thing that you purchased from an ad is, or do you think you're totally impervious to advertising? You know what? This is a tough one. I I don't. I think I'm as close to impervious, if I may say so, as possible to advertising. I'm so wow. stubborn. And like, I'm just, uh, and like, it, you know, the YouTube pre-rolls and stuff like that, it just doesn't register anymore. I try and, and I, I have friends who are like, yeah, I, I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw an ad pop up and I bought it. I'm like, I could never be so spontaneous, ever. Mm. That is so not me. But then again, I am a very typical bloke in many ways. I own about seven things four of which what are nice on me jacket. right now and yeah include that nice jacket that wheels off that i will wear for about 20 years <laughs> um, but i don't know i can't even remember the last thing but i guess what do you consider an ad it'd probably be like a movie ticket i suppose for yeah. stuff like that i love going yeah. to the cinema and i love watching trailers um so probably the the barbie ticket i bought last saturday i guess if we consider that advertising that yeah. that was effective so I guess for some things, yeah, I am very susceptible. And Hugh, are you, I'd say you are completely impervious to advertising, are you? Yeah, again, probably just too cheap for it, you know? I mean, I I do remember as a child being desperate to get Pop-Tarts after seeing <laughs> ads for Pop-Tarts on TV. And I think one time my mum actually did buy us Pop-Tarts. But you see them on TV and they're this golden juicy amazing things and then Luscious. you get these little gray mm. things and the so that was the only time i think i remember it was like but it was like it's we've talked about this before like the amazing the idea you had of what american kids did you know like <laughs> like sunny delight your ads for sunny delight looked yeah. incredible yeah. you know and that yet, was that it turned it turned people orange was that an urban myth or did that really happen that did happen there was weren't there really high levels of carotene in in carotene yeah. that it is in them yeah but yeah. that was i think that was all anybody drank in ireland in, in about 1998 it was yeah. non-stop i never really. at sunny delight no i know oh, one of my grandparents we would be sometimes allowed to have it mm. but like the thing that gets me is like, I was just, listen, I was at home yesterday, on my school holidays, just trying to make an apricot frangipan, right? As you do. <laughs> just a normal man. But so, listen, I don't know what other people do when they're looking for a recipe. I always go to BBC Good Food. I'm absolutely in the tank for BBC Good Food. And, uh, but I'm scrolling down and I've got my list of ingredients and then there's an ad and then it's down to the... But it's just a very sexy woman in some lingerie, you know, and... <laughs> I've said it before, so I don't, I don't really like sexy women for a start, but like they've no place in the middle of my apricot frangipan. Was it a sexy singles also, in your area sort of thing? or like? No, I think, I don't think so. I think it was, I don't know what it was for, to be honest. I didn't, I clearly didn't look at it properly. But then you see, I've got the, I've got my phone on the counter beside me 
And anyone walking by is saying, he's, make, he's chopping up his apricots and just looking at some soft porn, you know? <laughs> yeah, well, what do you do to unwind? I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. Standard, innocent, man. It's called delicious. multitasking. Sorry, so, Sean, do you... Mm-hmm. I don't know, do you consider yourself an, an influencer? And Will as well. I mean, you're you're at the vanguard of Instagram comedy. Like, do you see mm-hmm. yourself as straying into the influencer territory? I think, begrudgingly, Will and I are technically both influencers. I think once you get over something like 10k followers on on certain platforms and quite humorously i think i fall into the bracket of what is known as a micro influencer (laughs) uh, specifically (laughs) on instagram um and like i don't count twitter for like that because it's just it's a wasteland it's nobody's sponsoring people to make videos on twitter because it's like cynicism hq basically forget about it um (laughs) but instagram yeah i mean technically yeah i can say it whatever way like i want but yeah technically i guess where i am an influencer oh it makes me (laughs) shiver to my core um but like not not, obviously like there are many different shades of influencer um but yeah and i've made sponsored videos like in the past as well like semi-regularly i would say and for someone in my position this is now like I'm freelance I'm fully freelance now this is thankfully the job and things like that really help keep the lights on I have to say um from time to time and it's good in that it's it's more reliable it's not like auditioning for ads for example like like Will and I have done where it's like it's kind of a lottery honestly when I think of tv ads and and how much they're scrutinized with people writing them between the agency and the clients it literally I don't take a I actually I'm pretty chill about it because it feels like it could be down to the shape of your ears you know like it's <laughs> I'd say nine times out of ten it's really how you look rather than your like your performance in that audition mm. where you say like one line yeah totally well I auditioned for an ad for Hilton Hotels a couple of weeks yeah. ago uh, and it was to be in an ad with Paris Hilton oh. and uh, and uh, I auditioned twice for it both in person that's that's rare as well like to do in-person auditions i don't know will if you've had many experience but i've only recently started to get auditions for that kind of thing um but twice in london and like no the character role had no lines as well so i was just improvising in the audition literally going like champagne champagne as if i worked (laughs) in a hotel and that was it and like i got down to like the last two and i didn't get it but i was offered like a walk-on role which is basically an extra role and i thought you know fuck it like it's it's a day's work and Paris yeah. Hilton will be there um, and she was and uh, yeah so I, I did actually sort of meet her not really I mean she didn't I didn't even think we made eye contact I can't remember why <laughs> I started talking about this but uh, yeah that, that kind of thing because it's just down to speaking you know, of a yeah, model and race to the bottom <laughs> like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do you think there's a, an element of the different voices and faces coming in and out of fashion so if this was 50 years ago or that maybe 60 years ago you'd be doing a transatlantic voice yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, where, where, whereas right. now like I think 100%. there's more interest in uh, what I would call your collective look which mm-hmm. is sort of characterful. That's what I go on. on put it into words. Thirty something guy about town, you know. Tr- you know, <laughs> just sort of. Oh dear, you're Jack the very lad. Like, very like one of the people who work in the corporate companies who <laughs> tried to distill what they think the person should look like. So I, I actually went through uh, my email and found a bunch of like casting calls I've been in through. So this this was for thirty something mm-hmm. guy about town. Yeah, this <laughs> was for a banking ad. 
playing age 20 to 40. We cast our characterful, quirky actors and assign them different roles. For all characters, I'm looking for strong, quirky, interesting faces. They are characterful. A real slice of life in all its variations. Yeah. It's just like nothing to speak it's so but silly. if you notice like i think i think ads have just changed so much i, I don't know if, uh, if the irish people the ad remember there used to be an ad for was it did electrical on mount joy square and it was like a an older woman being like today we've got toasters for 99 pounds and then there was like classical music yeah. in the background like but yeah. you would never have an older woman doing that now i don't think or, or an older person I, I i think the i think people it was a lot more about authority and mm. trusting the person selling to you whereas mm. now the people we trust are well influencers are such a huge part of advertising i don't mm-hmm. know what point i make yeah. but i just think the the fashion has changed a lot you're right yeah, yeah. and i think what's uh, like um what's happened now is like you you see people like who get cast in ads a lot like popping up because some people have very distinctive looks and like it's literally you have 30 seconds to get someone's attention and you just need somebody who like pops on camera so i can understand why people you know and i often wonder like if the mustache like helps or hinders me and i feel like it probably i feel like that kind of thing is probably in vogue at the moment not that's not why i grew a mustache but (laughs) Um, but I feel like that probably helps. And I got an, a request, a self tape request last week for like a trendy nerd. Uh, and I was like, okay, hello, yeah. I was like, maybe. But it's funny because as the consumer, I've never noticed any overlap between uh, actors on ads. Do you know? What neither I mean? did I until I started yeah. auditioning for I them. I do. And I was like, it's Daniel again. <laughs> I love noticing that sort of thing. I don't know why, That's but I just think my it's, favorite bit about watching ads now. It's a fun genre, yeah. And you often see a lot of comedy people pop up in ads as well, which I mm. like because that's. Yeah makes it interesting it's like that leonardo dicaprio meme when he's like oh my god yeah it's himself yeah yeah exactly um but like the influencer stuff yeah that's uh, that's where i i veered way off off topic but that that stuff is like it's more in your control and it's more regular i would say and yeah you have more input you know it feels more tangible and reliable i guess and it can be in all shapes and sizes you know it might be a sketch it might be a few stories they might send you somewhere you know they might send you some some stuff you know so that's pretty cool uh, yeah. Like yeah for the record say never happened to me so <laughs> yes have you never been, been sent stuff will no uh just these please have been as yeah. a group but mm-hmm. not not old willy boy on his own probably because he keeps referring to himself as old willy boy <laughs> you, <gotta stop> <laughs> yeah, you might get some of the merch from those mid countdown ads for that. <laughs> yeah yeah old willy yeah. boy oh. that should be your handle on twitter man then you'll get yeah, all yeah. the all the over 60s stuff <laughs> yeah <laughs> just really like corner and niche yeah onya what would you like to advertise if you were told you get to go on an ad you do an ad it can be a you know um... blue chip product What's a blue chip project? Project. Well, just like you know, top of the range can be anything you want. What do you want to What's do? What's a blue chip? Have you made that up? No, it's a thing. It is it a thing, like but I don't quality. really know what. It... Well, yeah, I mean, obviously, I'd love to be like I'm on the Apple ad for like the new iPhone. I mean, obviously, that'd be amazing. But I know if that happened. To... I know if I was on an ad, it would probably be for, like, you know forgetting to pay the tv license or or um some like some like um, a podiatrist or something you know like it just mm. it, it, yeah it would be very very or like a, a sofa company i think they're the worst ads mm. yeah <laughs> you're right they're very boring yeah. 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 yeah the dfs sale is that still happening yeah that's the dfs sale look there at these that... people on their multi l-shaped <laughs> sofas just being there old. was that one with Helena Bonham Carter recently where she oh, everything was upside down. 
that was a nightmare of a commercial. Was that an ad for GFS? <laughs> no. No, Sophology, I think it was. Yeah. Oh. And it really was like, Did nobody mess with your head? here was good at their job involved in this. <laughs> Maybe the people who made the sofa. Yeah. Something that I discovered today in my research that I thought was interesting was so music's obviously a really big part of advertising. And um, apparently songs with, or ads with sad songs on them actually are more successful than songs with no music mm. or happy music. And actually that's, really? that's a much bigger inducement. And actually when you think about it, like a lot of the songs like Heyday and stuff, like they're kind of melancholy, you know, they're mm-hmm. sort of trying to invoke a sense of nostalgia and not yeah. to go all John Draper, but that you're doing all right. You're doing okay. What's that speech he does, Will? <laughs> Oh, he goes, you're doing all right. My name's Don Draper and I wear a suit. Everything's going to be better in the morning. Wake up, look up, have a pint of water, get back to work. Everything's going to be all right. Don't be sad. I've never seen whatever it's from. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I thought I, I really thought I had heard you do this impression before. So my bad for throwing to you. Uh, I think I did but, a good job. But, but that, that, <laughs> yeah, was, you improved was... well. Uh, I've never yeah. seen Mad Men either as well. So you could have said anything and you would have yeah. gotten away with it. Suits. I'm drinking uh, a whiskey. I got a cigar. Fuck out of my office. You know? <laughs> I mean, yeah, sure. Uh, but um, yeah, but that, that more melancholy ad seemed to be more successful. Um, so I, I think that the, the, the DSP or the, the, what's the, or SPCA had an ad in the noughties with, in the arms of an angel, Sarah McLaughlin. Oh, yeah. And apparently mm-hmm. it was a massive success. Mm-hmm. Um, so people really go in for something maudlin. Mm-hmm. People love the sad stuff. It works. They do. Yeah, yeah. And even a lot of the time, like, the you know, the Vodafone ads and stuff will have sort of a, just mm-hmm. a vaguely sort of folksy, downbeat song for some reason. Yeah. And, Are uh, you gonna be my girl? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sad stuff. Yeah. Well, I, I love when you when you pop up on my on my screen. Uh, the Onkin ad is a particular favourite. Oh, yeah. I had to eat a load of yoghurt. You're uh, in an Onkin ad? Yeah, I don't know if it's still... I think it might still be on social media but it's not on t- it was on tv for a year and then they renewed it on um social media where i just had to sit on a sofa all day eating like a disgraceful amount of yogurt wow and they were like they were like spit the yogurt out because you can't eat like mm-hmm. four kilos of yogurt but then i was you could, doing... definitely watch me yeah <laughs> <laughs> my name's don draper you're about to see something great um but I, they had like the props guy holding a bucket that I kept spitting into, which was a very oh, demeaning process for him, for me, for the client, because they were like, does he not like it? And I was like, no, I like <laughs> it. I just can't eat four kilos of yogurt in a day. It's a bucket full of spitty oh, yogurt. Why couldn't you do easy. your own spitting? Why did they have to have somebody help you? But no, he, he did the spitting, the spitting himself on He, 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 he patted you on the back and said, come on, come on. Gather, there, yeah. oh. It's like when a baby eats <laughs> yeah. something, you have to put the finger in a row. I'll get it out, he take held it out. just under the bum. <laughs> See, so yeah. you, you hit the big time and suddenly you need somebody to do all your, your <laughs> cleaning and wiping. Well, and the, burping the cat and... had a vet and a handler and a, someone else on set. Do you say no, that now? Because... Anytime you do an ad, you say, look, someone's got to have a bucket for me to spit into. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Is this? I've heard this is a thing though in acting. Is it that if you're eating something in a scene that you'll, you, for continuity, you'll end up eating mm. kilos of it? Is that a thing? You'll either eat kilos of it or you pretend to eat because it's a nightmare continuity-wise. But the the reason that he was holding the bucket is because you couldn't have a bucket in shot because it was on the wide, so everything was in shot. So okay. it's easier to have someone step in with a bucket and step out to save time. That it feels grotesque. incredibly inhumane and weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Sure. It's like, have you ever seen that Ant and Dec trick, that trick, prank that Ant and Dec played on, on Rylan? You they... tricked me, Ant and Dec. 
Fool me once, <laughs> you boys. But they, they I'll get you next time. <laughs> they told Rylan he was going to be riding a motorbike, but they had a man in a in a morph suit, like a green morph suit, and Rylan had to like pretend to ride him. Oh my god. And, and and uh, like it was, and he just kept being like, but this just feels so degrading. And it, it was very much your experience with the the spittoon, <laughs> the yogurt spittoon. Oh no, I was like, bring me that bucket, Dave. Bring me that bucket, you absolute hideous piece of garbage. <laughs> On your knees, Dave. <laughs> but I said it with a mouthful of yogurt, so I was like, "Oh, those dive." So just before we kind of move to the end, I just want to talk about another genre of ad. So I'm going to describe an ad to you, and then I want you to tell me mm. what product you think it's for. Okay. So Adam Driver is wearing a pair of leggings on the beach. He runs into the sea with a horse, and then he emerges as a centaur. What's that well, ad for? It's a perfume of some yes, kind. Yes, it's a Burberry perfume ad. Burberry is it? Yeah, what's the story of perfume ads? You know, this I, I've thought about this, um, but. And it only dawned on me because obviously they're like get the piss taken out of them constantly because they're so wanky and and absurd and silly and over the top. But then I thought about it and I was like, how do you market a smell through television? You know what I mean? Like that's smell vision doesn't exist and I don't think it will anytime soon. So you really have to go over the top with the imagery. Yeah, in and I, some think, way. I think uh, Baz Luhrmann has directed one for Chanel. Like they're big, and the extended cuts of them, I think, could be like six, eight, nine minutes long. Like they're wow. they're big, beefy pieces of advertising. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. But you're right, yeah. So it's Kira Knightley on a on a motorcycle going through Paris, or it's Nicole Kidman. Mm-hmm. But it's all you're se- you're selling an image though, as well, right? Yeah, because like you can't True. you can't taste vodka. Uh, that's, but like that mm-hmm. Belvedere advert with Daniel Craig is like very striking like whoa that lifestyle maybe if i drank belvedere i'd be as sexy as daniel craig and it hasn't happened yet <laughs> keep drinking it man oh, thanks man <laughs> <laughs> but yeah you're yeah. right actually it's yeah i guess it's the same it's, it's the same thing it's, I suppose, yeah. it's very much but, the case. because we it definitely mm. feels weirder with smells i think there's something mm. about being able to see the liquid or the food that mm-hmm. you're like oh i sort of get it but yeah. you see a colourful bottle, you're like, I don't know. Oh, so I, yeah, don't like, understand. I guess it's a luxury product, but like, why is it aspirational in a way that like a yogurt ad isn't? Do you know what I mean? Like, I why? Do, why yogurt ad was very aspirational. <laughs> why do you have? I to inspired be millions. <laughs> but like, I don't think they're hiring character characterful quirky actors for like. No, Paco I don't think they're saying whatever. must have comedy bones for the Savage advert. I, no, <laughs> no. no. <laughs> Just these, please. Do and <laughs> sketch comedy. But no one would see it coming. Though, there is a world in which, like that sort of thing, would work the first time you do it. Yeah, because like that's what happened with the Cadbury's advert. They did an, They they tried to get this advert over the line a load of times, and everyone's like, the gorilla no, ad. Yeah, the gorilla one. Because yeah. yeah. they'd never had an advert that just doesn't talk about the product. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it was like on a national scale. And that changed the way they did ads for a while. And that got boring. And the same with the Christmas advert. The first time you do it, it's amazing. Then everyone mm-hmm. does it, it becomes boring. Mm-hmm. So I think there is room for someone to just be like, buy my perfume, it smells <laughs> lovely. You know? And everyone's like, that's so that's weird. But very you'd be true. About it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it hadn't occurred to me that it is just an over an oversaturation. But it's like with influencers to go back to that. Like in the early days of blogging, uh, you know, mm-hmm. that was it seemed much cooler. But now everybody seems to be oh, an influencer. Oh, yeah. It's like yeah. why didn't we start this podcast fifteen years ago? You know, <laughs> we'd be millionaires. Yeah, yeah. I, I suppose yeah. Will was going to Iraq war protests, and you were going to some forty one. So yeah, yeah, that's we were, why we were busy. Yeah. You think fifteen years yeah. ago I was going to some forty one? <laughs> the age of twenty. Yeah, yeah maybe. 
No, I, I wasn't. Say you, if, you, if I offered you tickets to Sum 41 now. Oh, I tried to convince a group of people to go with me to Blink-182 a couple of weeks ago. Nobody will come with me. That's a really yeah. sad sentence, isn't it? <laughs> I would have come with you. Would you? Yeah. Someone asked me if I go to a Franz Ferdinand concert. Do you want to go to Franz Ferdinand? So that'd be great. Well, that for that one. So if you're down, 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 down. Did you think it was the Archduke they were talking about? Yeah, I was like, he's back. I thought he was dead. Yeah, come back to her. But Hugh, what do they do for the other hour and a half? They have loads of songs. How dare you? Franz Ferdinand songs. Sing any other Franz Ferdinand song. Well, do you, do you, do you wanna? Well, oh, do, you, oh, yeah. do you do you want to wanna go through corridors? Yes. Why it was all music? I remember the Kaiser Chiefs. Was, it was all very like sort of British riots. Ah, in the that cinema. was a particular. That yeah. was a particular. Yeah, sort of. From you say the British riots in the to... cinema. Well, that's, <laughs> that's when good, it was all like beers and band. cigarettes, and then the Arctic monkeys yeah, kind yeah. Of moaning about sex workers. Mm. You know, whatever. Love that song. Arctic monkeys. <laughs> great as well oh they're amazing yeah. but it just it, with the Kaiser Chiefs oh, and the riot van yes remember that give them yeah. a chance yeah, oh, yeah. No, what a scummy man that's a different one you're mixing up two songs yeah. it does oh, yeah. rhyme but yeah. it's a different song what a scummy van <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah so I guess we're in well, we haven't really talked much about the ethics of advertising I guess but that's kind of boring so I mean unless anyone has anything <laughs> yeah. ethically interesting to I say Will probably just go on. Will get on yourself, box. <laughs> there's there's a running thing where I get made fun of for having like a moral compass on this, Sean, and I, yeah, I don't like that. You loser, Sean. Yeah. We could be talking about anything, like yogurt, and he'd be like, "Actually, um, I think you'll find that the Sudanese dictator um, is." Uh, in I heard, getting- yeah. Yeah, George Clooney don't. pays for uh, the Sudanese dictator to get dunked with yogurt once a day. He pays for that. So, fair play, yeah, his heart's in the right place. I don't know. I think, I, like, adverts generally, I'm like, oh, it feels icky and it doesn't mm. feel nice. It's a bit and rich, whole, isn't it? The, <laughs> oh, yeah. No, that, that's what I mean. It's like, I it wasn't as rich as the Uncan I was chomping at. <laughs> um, no, that's why I, I, it always feels a bit icky, but it also feels like a bit of a novelty and it's like a, a paid. It just feels like a really weird world of like, and mm. it also feels like it hasn't caught up with the way the world works now. Like, mm. there were still people are still spending loads of money on tv ads and like i'm like how much and influencers aren't paid that well some are mm-hmm. but like for the social media campaigns they pay less than they pay for like a tv campaign mm-hmm. where arguably you get more interaction on a tv on a social do media you, do you think though like the dark arts are way ahead of us or way more ahead than we think and there must be some reason that they push the tv ads like, the, like the, there's no way there's that money being spent. I'm that sure they have not. their data. Yeah, but sometimes some ads do break through and they are the big budget mm. ones that you see. Even the fact that we know, like the George Clooney coffee ads are probably mm. like a cultural kind of shared thing that we all kind of know, even if yeah. we don't drink it or buy it, like we've still all seen it. Sean, you would think that, but we had a guest on a few weeks ago who didn't mm. know who George Clooney was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> How, was he the d- dictator of Sudan? <laughs> <laughs> Yes, he was. Yeah, yeah. No, but it was quite a, a big get for us. Yeah, yeah but Will, Will had to do a quiz where he got like a photos of random men and got him to pick out who George Clooney was. It was so strange. That's insane. Tom, but... if you're listening, you know we yeah. hope that you've gotten up to speed on your. Hope you've got the help you need. Go back and listen to the IT episode with Tom Stabbins. Right, yeah. you can hear hear that happen in real so time. So it wasn't the cultural touchstone that we assumed. Incredible, that it was. yeah. But I was watching an ad today, a TV an ad. It was Jackie Charlton. 
Jack Charlton. Is that his name, Hugh? <laughs> you call him Jackie, though, yeah. yeah. And Johnny Giles and somebody else, and they were giving out about Italian managers in Irish football. Do you remember this ad? So they were like, we'll have to think of some way to get back at the Italians. So they went to co- to coach a girls, like a women's team in Italy. And they were like, I can see where they call it the beautiful game. And I was like, how is this allowed? I just remember oh. that. When was this? I just found it today. I couldn't quite wow. believe my eyes. This and was today. No, I, I, I was looking up you know big Irish oh, ads and it, on, it was trying to say that this was a I don't I have no yeah. memory of send this. it on Hugh's got a frangipan to me <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but the, th- the point I was making with the Nike ones I don't know anyone who's then like oh I must get a new pair of joggers you know what I mean or a new pair of like <laughs> like I don't think it. I, I wouldn't say for it's a, a moment on yeah I thought you thought joggers was the word for runners <laughs> <laughs> but I just don't want to move quite as fast <laughs> my joggers it's like when people say tennis shoes you know it's very cute like, <laughs> yeah. so I guess that uh, we'll move towards final final judgments where we decide uh, if ads are a legitimate like so do you want to let Sean go last and you guys go first oh yeah yeah Sean can take it home I uh, I think it would probably be dishonest of me to say that they're not a legitimate like even though I think there are huge ethical problems and like capitalistic in capitalistic inequalities mm-hmm. that are embedded in t- system, <laughs> my impression of myself there, um, and I think also like I've done commercials and we'll we'll probably do them again, and uh, we now have adverts on this podcast, so it would be pretty high and mighty to throw those three euro two cents into the back into the faces of the the brands who sponsored us. So thanks for that. So, uh, yeah, they they are a legitimate like. Hugh? Yeah, well, it's funny because you've mentioned what I was going to say, which is the fact that we now have ads on the podcast certainly colours my view of them, I suppose. (laughs) Do you know what, though? Ultimately, I love when things are on BBC because it means that there aren't any ads in the middle of it, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, yeah, I have had those ads that stay with me as a child, and I definitely used to like ads more. But unfortunately, and again, given that I watch American football, there's a lot of ads in that. Mm -hmm. Ads are just things that take away from what I'm trying to watch. They're very annoying on YouTube. They're very annoying when it says skip the ad and then there's another ad. (laughs) You're like, but I've skipped the ad now. I waited. And and some of them you only have to wait five seconds and other ones you have to wait for the entire ad. And No, I just, and there's women sexy women who i don't like interrupting my frangipan sexy you know? women is a horrible phrase whatever way you just yeah. say it so many times. It's because so, i don't it's like so... them as well i don't like them though i don't like that i don't like sexiness you know i'm not a sexy person and i don't admire sexiness like in others you, you don't like tasty food or no no because you can be attractive or beautiful without being sexy I don't well, like that's, sexy. That's, that's, it's a horrible insight into your worldview, <laughs> if I may say. Is it say. like the same if someone was like, do you want a filthy burger? Is that <laughs> 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 a dirty no, fries. A dirty <laughs> takeaway. Oh, yeah. no, I think people know what I mean. Don't, don't, don't do sexy. They won't be impressed <laughs> by that either. <laughs> I, uh, I wasn't, I've never visited any of those Hungarian hostels. But um, yeah, look, ads, they just, uh, I, I'm, I'm always glad when I hear that Will has an ad or when I see an ad with Will. And now that I've met Sean, I'll be glad to see an ad with Sean. But broadly speaking, I'm afraid, yeah, they, they're interrupting what I want to get mm-hmm. to. So they're not a legitimate like. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. So, wow. Sean, you get the deciding vote. Oh, oh, I see. Well, in that case, it's a legitimate like from me. Oh. Uh, for I, I'm, I'm an ad nerd. I, I agree with you. They do interrupt things, but I'm now so desensitized to those kinds of ads that my brain just switches off for five seconds until I've hit the skip button, and I move on with my life. And it's like memento. I'm like, where am I? Oh yeah, I'm watching something <laughs> on YouTube. Um, but I think ads as a creative thing have a lot of merit over the years you know when ads are good they can be really good and like the ads we talked about earlier when we were kids that I remember growing up i think that you can see some real creativity in in ads that are well done and also you see a lot of career progression for creative people in ads like whether it's directors like uh jonathan glazer for example did those like uh, famous guinness ads ridley scott directed like a thousand commercials before he was doing films david fincher as well in the 90s was a big ad director and and you see a lot of comedians uh for me personally that's interesting in my like being a comedy nerd seeing people like will and people like semi know and people i'm fans of in ads i always get a kick out of that and then you see even actors i love seeing actors like pop up in tiny roles like they did like 25 years ago when they hadn't had their break for example michael fassbender in that guinness ad although a guinness ad is quite huge in its own right so that was that was pretty big for him and they're tastemakers in many ways obviously the stuff that they're selling but also back in the day the songs that they had on the ads i don't know if it was the other way around maybe because it's long enough ago now that i can't remember which came first the ad or the song but yeah for me an ad ads are legitimate likes i i think uh there can be a lot of creativity found there if if you're willing to look for it obviously there is a lot of not very interesting ads um but there's enough there that i think it should be considered a like legitimately yes there you go it's official they can continue onya what would you have said uh, sean was incredibly persuasive i mean yeah. not like, yeah. you can see why he does ads I mean, see, well, i'm so checked like god ads are great where can people find you on social media you can love that pause there and the clarification. <laughs> Where yeah. can people find you? In a Hungarian on social media. <laughs> top bunk. Uh, I, you can find me at Sean Burke Show on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok, and now Threads as well. Um, so yeah, I, I look forward to seeing you there, oh, nice. and probably in an ad somewhere. Can you still so. watch No Worries if not on RT Player? I actually don't know. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, if you can. Yeah, if you can, you can watch it on the RT player. And as far as you know, you can watch it outside of Ireland as well. So I'm pretty sure 
like I'm pretty sure it's not geo restricted. Uh, so yeah, check that out. It's a sketch show I made last summer with a bunch of other brilliant Irish comedians, and yeah, that was a dream come true. And yeah, very proud of what we made there. So if you get the chance, check it out. Yeah, you should watch Sean's stuff. It's incredible. He's the king of the internet. You should watch all of his ads, all of his, <laughs> all of his everything. Do it immediately. Uh, Hugh, thanks as always for co-hosting. Have you had a nice time? Thanks, Will. Yeah, it's a great time. Great. Onya, have you had a nice time? This is a weird, weird way to end. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We've never done this before. It's, it's been really, really nice. What I do you guess. want me to say, Will? <laughs> yeah, yeah. How is that for you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> been ho- horrible. Uh, no, it's Look, been... I'm going to pull the iPod Nano up from the internet <laughs> couple, <laughs> put it back in our pocket and go to sleep. It's the end of the podcast. Thanks for coming on, Sean. It's a pleasure to hang out with you. And uh, see you next time. This podcast brought to you by Don Draper. I love whiskey and riddles. <laughs> Bye. Nailed it. Bye. Bye. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.